1: Take two podcasts, the first of August. Um, I guess it's not the first of August. It's the first podcast of Pogus. Pogust? Pogust. August.
2: August. August.
1: August 4th. I can't talk. I'm having one of those days already. <laughs> I think we all are. Um, It's my daughter's birthday, President Obama's birthday.
2: It is my wife, Queen Bee Krista's birthday today. Wow. Oh, wow. August 4th. So many birthdays yes. happening.
1: Yes. 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 And I'm glad the sun's out because I feel like we need to build an arc and start gathering our animals mm-hmm. two by two because it has been a wet couple days here in the great state of Utah.
2: Uh, Draper got attacked by more floods, but I'm proud to say that, that due to my flood in January, I was well prepared and fortified against any aggressive water trying to enter into my home. I I'm safe. I'm dry. When does
0: the when does the koi pond get covered again with carpeting? <laughs> you should <laughs> yeah. throw some fish you know, like through the hole to in go your there. basement i've
2: protected my home in terms of the yard no your no i wasn't
0: i wasn't You're challenging yeah, your i, yeah, I have no no i
2: haven't finished the basement yet but i have all the pumps and all the all the no you were being ready. safe
0: then sorry i'm just saying yeah. when do you declare it a safe zone i
2: well to, for what it took me to get these pumps and manholes You're done yeah, yeah that, that's i better be dry
0: really so you're not going to carpet
2: no i no no i i'll start the construction on that uh but you're uh, about I, to head into the winter season Are yeah you? no i'm good i'm i'm dry now i i have no so doubt that the hughes I, family I can, can have christmas in I, the basement knock on the woods. They want to. yes knock on wood i don't okay. want to jinx myself but All i right. think i can start the putting together my finished basement now
1: yeah. And if People you're new this. here, this is Greg Hughes and Mara Carabello you're listening to. <laughs> do you know what, though? We asked the Draper mayor today if the city's cursed. He said no. But when you think about it. Did he it, hesitate when he I said think it. Was there was a I don't know because I wasn't there. But I mean, we've had homes sliding off the mountains. We've got an aquifer bubbling up in your basement. Yes. Then we had roads just fall to pieces in Draper last night, rocks everywhere. What happened before all of this? Prayer. No. They took the prison out. <gasps> <laughs> Does it have something to do with that? Because <laughs> the pandemic started that and all a, kinds of bad things. An re- earthquake re- when they brought that claw to are
2: Draper. some really that good is data reach. points, I think, are yeah. bringing. They yeah, take yeah, the yeah, prison out. Yeah, that might and be. All maybe this that is related. I had and no now idea. they're haunted
0: in Draper. Or they prayed so well.
2: There's a lot of that prayerful they people in Draper. Oh, see they just that decided they, they to,
0: overprayed and y'all got too much water. I'm going to yeah. tell you, As I've you been an see, advocate. you can see, that's not happening in Salt Lake City. No. We, we were floodless. We've had yeah, very few bunch of, of heathens in so Salt Lake City. You go your path, we'll go ours. We don't have sinkholes yet.
2: I, you know, I have been a long uh, proponent <laughs> for droughts, and I think my case <laughs> is being made for me right now. Wow. I'm telling you. I, I, I was wondering I about those the those of drought
1: And I was looking at the um, drought monitor map that they have for the U.S., and it was updated August 1st, and today's the 4th, so it's behind about a ton of water because I think Honeyville got 6 inches, Draper got 2 inches last Mm -hmm. night, and it was almost out of all drought, so the state is looking... Yeah. Super luscious right now. Good. I know, and on a, my way to work in South Jordan, there was a giant sinkhole the size of a lane on 106 South. So You said that. I thought that young. was from
2: my town, but no, that's a big hole yeah. in South Jordan. Yeah, yeah, so
1: anyhow, a lot of rain. I'm ready to dry out because I love the humidity for my skin, but my hair's not loving it. I've <laughs> noticed, like has it be always been
2: the case? Because we've had afternoon thunderstorms quite a lot this yeah. summer seen it It a is
1: lot. monsoon season, but I feel like this is an extra monsoon season. I don't season.
2: ever remember having one of those seasons in, in Utah before. And I certainly don't ever remember seeing snow along the Wasatch Front uh, Mountains. The mountains, I've seen see it in uh, Tempview in, uh, in Utah County in August, but I have never seen the kind of snow yeah. we see right now. I'm
0: feeling peer pressure not to say this, but I'm enjoying it. You Ugh. are? You're I liking you it? Know. I like it. It's actually a nice That's break. You heard. haven't flooded. You have yeah. no <laughs>
2: detrimental impact from all you know. this.
0: The Lord favors who the Lord favors. It's true. I
1: don't know. Well, we've got to talk about some news. And uh, right now, Salt Lake City's not favored in some areas. Liberty Park's becoming a problem. And there was a meeting this last week where uh, people who just want to go play with their kids at the park or go for a jog are starting to get aggravated because crime is ticking up at the park. Homeless camps are going up. And it seems to me that Pioneer Park used to be the hotbed for that. And I don't know that we solved the problem. It just moved someplace else. Last year... They started the park ranger program that I think people were hopeful about that maybe these urban park rangers would solve the problem. I don't even know if the park rangers are still there, but it doesn't seem to have solved the problem. Greg is shaking his head. Yeah,
2: it's it's silly. I mean, I read the the article and you have a city council member from that area and Mayor Mendenhall and there's and there's a quote that says, "I wish I could tell you that by the end of the day we'll have a solution and we'll by next week we'll not see this, but it's a very complex issue." this issue has not snuck up on anyone. It's been the issue for quite some time. Is it an
1: affordable housing issue? Because that's how the city's spinning it. And I think that we do have a problem with affordable housing, but even if we had affordable housing, would we still have this problem? There's
2: drug trafficking. There's human trafficking. There's, there are laws. Look, if you want, if, if you want to have rules or you know, if you want to have ordinances, you got to enforce them. If you don't, I mean in that same article Heidi they're saying we're not going to put citations out there that's it's it's detri- you know it does it doesn't work or whatever well then you don't have any rules if you don't have any way or even interest in how you're going to enforce them I, I just think that that this I just don't I don't think that they're serious about actually dealing with it I think that they hope that having meetings like they had that was covered in the paper convening talking about it circling it that that will be uh, thought of as action and it's not action. It's actually, but whatever you do in the homeless space, you're going to make someone mad because it's the status quo is the only thing that's, you know, that you're not going to make anyone mad. Or if you do, it's, it's equally distributed. If you get involved in that space, it's a very tough one. You will have critics no matter which way you turn. And I don't think we have leaders in Salt Lake City. I don't think they want critics. I don't think they want to have anyone disapprove of what they do. So they just convene and they just talk and they just circle. And that's, You're just going to get, it's just going to get worse.
1: So Maragot is not flooding your city, but um, you have other problems. problems.
2: It is an episode of The Walking Dead in Salt Lake City. So,
0: you know, it's a complicated issue. You'll never completely solve it. It's really hard. There are multiple reasons we have it. Yada, yada, yada. What I know is that when leaders want to get things done. so original. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When leaders want to get things done, things get done. Correct. And that is an absolute truth. Yep. And the reason you get the mantle of leadership is to jump all the BS and get something done. And we have leaders right now that are process driven and they think process is results and it's not. And I have to tell you, in my career, I have never been as frustrated on an issue as this one. And the state's failing to show leadership. The county's failing. So is the city. And everyone's pointing to each other. And then we survey. And then we talk some more. And then we think about it. And then we take field trips some more. And then we go get more data. There are best practices. You need to choose a path. You're going to make people mad no matter which path you choose. But right now, action. Here's what I know is So if you were in
1: charge of the city and you were Mayor Morrow right now. Ooh, that was a nice ring. Would you go in there? And what
0: would you do? Would you just get a track? Bag and
1: dump everything in there and say everybody get out and go someplace else? Or yeah, what do I'm not going to
0: arrest my way out of it. We do know we have services. We're not supporting the services in place. We must accept that... Greg and Ben McAdams went with a model, and then no one finished it. And so and no, one, no needs, one funded it. But no one needs to accept blame, but that model didn't work. We need to sell off high-profit property, consolidate, and focus on housing and services, and then temporary housing. We're doing bits and sums of it, but it's what Greg said. No one wants to be held as the responsible party. So I haven't heard a sentence that is talking about the homeless issue where the leader first says, it's not my fault, it's not my problem, it's not... Someone else isn't doing something. I need someone to just step up and say, you know what? I might not be elected, but I'm going to handle this. One more thing. The one thing I'm really frustrated about... Mm -hmm. This is not a circumstantial issue. Our population for homelessness has not risen so dramatically so fast that I'm like, wow, yeah. what happened? It's been incremental, and we've appropriately actually funded policing. Our police department in Salt Lake City is a complete and abject failure, anywhere from their use overuse of force to the fact that they don't do interventions anymore. We both know Fred Ross. He mm-hmm. was the former chief in Provo most recently. He's retired now. He could solve this, but they don't want to do it. They're worried about their reputation, and for whatever reason... They're process-driven, and no one really wants to dig in because when you dig in, you will see failure, but you will also see movement on this issue. There are tons of solutions. We already have looked at several of them, and what we have here is remarkable private partnerships. The Other Side Academy is doing tremendous work with the the villages that they're creating of small living spaces, but it's about building community, and we all know it's two things. It's interventing service providers and it is housing. Those are both solvable. This is not, and when I say solve, I don't mean you eliminate it. But it's under Because some people control. will always choose not For to sure. have a home. But this is not under control, and there's no attempt to get it under oh, control. Oh, Greg is How raising his hand. I'm so frustrated I have a by this. I have a solution. that okay.
2: sounds different than Mars, but it's kind of the same. But... But by the way, when you say the state should be engaged, one of the big rubs when I was there and we were working on this was that Salt Lake City resented the state's involvement. They repelled right, it. They said, "Hey, get out of here. We're trying to be helpful. Here's what you need to do: if Google Earth or Google Maps can give you a give you a, a, a satellite, you know, a view of every street in this country, if you can move that down to the street view of every street in this country, and in, in this country, we and I when I say we, I'm talking state, county, city service providers." You can learn the individual stories of every single person who finds themselves uh, experiencing homelessness. And where I do believe you can arrest in that environment is where those people that you get to learn their history. Are you a veteran? Do you suffer from certain things? Um, Are you displaced from your family and would like to get back to that family? As you get to know their every single, all their stories, there are people that are actively preying upon those people, um, hoping that they'll continue to self-medicate, hoping that they will, that they can profit off of their misery you have to protect those people from the wolves that are out there that are making a, that are making money through human trafficking and drug trafficking uh, on those vulnerable populations. And those are the people that you do have to arrest. But I think if you got down to the individual story of every single person there and tell me there's 5,000, you can find 5,000 biographies. You can get to know these people. You go there, and you can move out from there, and you can see success.
0: But I think what we're both saying is – they're tried and tested. We've had exposure to them. Yep. We all know the same things. It. I cannot see it as anything but a lack of will and a lack of leadership. Yeah, yeah because it, it's
2: everything that so Mara said and everything I said would come with its critics and its complaints, and they'd rather not be complained about.
1: Yeah, and it just seems everything's moved, and it's not just Liberty Park. If you've noticed in the last month, all of a sudden there's tent cities along 6th South and 5th South yep. that weren't there a month or two ago. I mean, I see people out there with full, like, Couch setups and who knows what else. Yeah, but how, yeah, how
2: does Salt Lake City ordinance start fining a guy for having a couch on his porch twenty five bucks a day when you have all these couches and tents and everything just lined up on the and along the public way? I mean, but, they're doing both. Empathy the city's doing both. isn't
0: action, and calling them our friends isn't action. And there are like I I don't the specifics have been out there for years. Now you have to make choices because there are several different models sure. that will work but and you have to be willing to accept responsibility. But what I'm tired of is I don't think the solution is complicated. I think the the solution is courageous and what we're lacking is anybody with some courage. Well,
2: no so they don't want they don't want to be criticized and they don't want to fail. If you're afraid to fail, you're and you're a leader you've been elected to lead it's it's not a real good combination because a lot of things that you do you're not 100 percent convinced you're going to succeed but somebody has to lead out and give it their best so effort. let's
1: talk about choices and leaders because it's hard to believe but just a few months from now we actually have a mayoral election which i hear next to nothing about we know yeah. it's coming um, so the municipal election is happening in Salt Lake City in November. There's not a primary because it's ranked choice voting, which could be more interesting if you had more than two candidates. But with two candidates, it will be whoever has the most votes <laughs> wins, yeah, basically. Um, although I think people can still file till August 15th. And I want so to say
0: there's a third. Candidate. There is a third candidate. Drop? Yeah, maybe I think he still exists. Valentine, maybe.
1: Yes. Yes. Right? So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But we have Mayor Mendenhall, who is out fundraising Rocky Anderson I don't know if Rocky Anderson's having meetings with neighbors and talking to them or if this is just a war of on Twitter or who's doing things they like in the city so I'll be interested to see what happens because we've talked about this before Mayor Mendenhall does a good job at the PR portion of her job of making things look nice so the question is are people fed up are they going to vote her out because they don't care who it is they'll just vote for anyone or is Rocky out there actually campaigning? I don't know. Have you guys seen him out campaigning, holding backyard events?
0: So, I'm a resident, so I, I do get notices from both campaigns. They're both actively running. You see yard signs from both of them. Okay. Um, Rocky is holding some forums. The mayor has really ratcheted up really smartly using her office and I don't begrudge that I think incumbents are what you should do. her office yeah. and I think she has an awareness of um, I feel like she's in the news a ton she is a tremendously good public speaker um, she's engaging she's caring she's charming uh, and so I think both of them are using their networks. I was a little surprised by Rocky's numbers. They were lower than I thought. What we're not factoring in is remembering that Salt Lake City has limits on campaign contributions and has had a history before of active PACs and yeah. of active corporations participating in PACs. And I don't think we've seen that yet because it's a little, we're just probably September, October. We'd like to go we'll back to school break. before we do it. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I haven't, I haven't checked with either campaign to see their buys. Um, the mayor has a larger than usual PR staff. And I think she'll use that to her advantage. Um, I think you brought up an interesting question about it. It is a contrast of what you're looking for, you know, and what you deem as results. And Mm -hmm. actually it speaks to what you think your mayor should do. So in many instances, I think you have two reasonably good candidates. They're both credible. They both care. But um, I think you want to look at sort of what, what it is that you care about and what you like and what matters to you. I've come to this place where in Salt Lake City I feel like we've had a series of mayors who were more about social and cultural issues and I really care about those and I think as a Salt Laker we're often pushing back against the outside, so I'm valuing that, and yet at the same time, what I know as a political scientist is the first and foremost of any mayor is my quality of life. I need my potholes filled. I need my yep. parks cleaned. I need safe streets. I need efficiencies. I that's that's their job and no one else's job. And I feel like we've Salt Lake has gone too far in being a cultural flagship, of which I appreciate what they're selling, and not. Serious enough about the real. I love mayors because mayors are where the rubber hits the road, and I feel like we have not had a mayor like that for a a little bit. Yeah,
1: and the interesting thing is, is this has been in this last mayoral cycle. But Black Lives Matter protests, and there was a lot going on downtown with the policing and the mayor that people were upset about. But it's a long enough time ago that I don't know that people are even thinking about that. They're thinking about the basics, like you, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, it's hard for me to, to compartmentalize the last topic we were discussing on homelessness in Salt Lake City, Liberty Park, and then the, the race for mayor. Um, if, if Salt Lake City residents decide that this is identity politics and do I want a female or an old white male, Rocky Anderson, and if, these, that, if that's their decision tree, it's going to bleed to the quality of life and issues you're talking about, Mara, about the crime, the lawlessness, the homelessness, the things that people aren't ready to, to spend political capital on or engage in. The one thing I know about Rocky Anderson, I might not have agreed with him, but the man has a bias towards action. I mean, he—I can think—I can think in my head of a number of initiatives that he had when he was mayor. I couldn't tell you one, other than inaction. From the I will last say, his uh, endorsements at least two mares.
0: reflect that too. He has some unusual endorsements. I mean, he had strong relationships with. Traditional Who are his endorsements? He has many business people that are endorsing him. He has. Um, He has, uh, the church doesn't participate, but he has had officials who have relationships and represent that part of our community that are endorsing him. The other interesting thing, Greg, I'd be interested with you, is that usually, um, you know, name recognition wins the day. Yeah. They both probably have name recognition. I mean, Rocky has pretty high name recognition. Now, likability, I don't know. I haven't seen the polling on his likability, but it will be interesting to see if you know you know
2: i would would love i would bet i would venture to guess that rocky anderson didn't even see himself as a mayoral candidate going forward a few years ago but his his actual like i him trying and even failing but just trying to do something just leaning in and getting some of these things that are hurting this this salt lake city i've look i've got properties here i pay property tax in salt lake city i'm feeling it uh, in, in 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 my life someone that will just at least try to deal with what we're dealing with here. I I'm ready to sign up with because, and, and so, you know, he he has that reputation. I, I really would wonder if he thought, wow, I guess just, you know, leaning in and doing something is some, is rare. No one's doing that anymore. I know how to do that. And he does. So I think that, I think his greatest appeal is that he, if you remember Rocky Anderson, you remember a guy that worked. He did things. He made things different. Probably boomers, older
1: residents who kind of loved the heyday of when the Olympics were happening. There was a lot of good happening in the city and
0: kind of the city rising when he Mm -hmm. was in charge. I
2: I complained about him nonstop back then. But now I'm like, I'd take that in a heartbeat. Their bona fides
0: for being liberals are both there. There's really no, like... One's not a moderate. They're sort of both. He's seventy-one. So if he's like in our presidents, where we're
1: like, hey, maybe we should back off. He's a spring chicken. He's
2: seventy-one. If you're talking presidential age, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, and also um, politically interesting this week, a judge tossed out that case we were mentioning about Celeste Malloy, where um, another GOP candidate filed that. That's gone. So we know. I'm guessing ballots are going to get mailed out in the next week or so, because usually it's three weeks in advance. So ballots are probably about to get sent out, which seemed like that was the answer we were going to hear. Now we're hearing that there's going to be 10 debates in 12 days. Celeste Malloy has sent out um, quite a few press releases where it makes me think that she's come up with this debate schedule, maybe decided this, these are the places I'm stopping, and uh, we're getting this done, 10 debates in 12 days. Last night for our newscast, I was trying to write a story because she sent out a press release that said that all three had committed and were going to be at these debates. So I texted um, Becky's Becky Edwards, campaign staff to figure out if they actually had, I got an answer last night um, from Chelsea Five saying, Becky has not confirmed participation in any of her opponent's campaign events. So Uh, they're not calling the- Campaign events. Yeah. So I'm going to go with she's not planning on showing up. So what have you guys heard? What's the word on the streets
0: in the political circles? So that was the scuttle, but I had heard the only other sort of note I had taken is that KSL- um, is is wanting to do one of them. And if I look at the be this the final list, one on the list. Yeah, I and think. so I know they wanted to participate that, and they were also. I remember um, KSL was sorting through the details, particularly Huff's campaign and Malloy's campaign had confirmed it. They hadn't confirmed it with Edwards, and this was last week, and I knew that. And The KSL debate or all the debates? The KSL. Like yeah, This was just, I, I, I do some work with our friends at KSL, and we were talking about this, and this was the same day that Malloy's announcement of the slate came out, and I did the same thing where I was like, well, huh. like that's Becky Edwards campaign hasn't confirmed yet. They were working on it. Mm-hmm. They were going back and forth. They hadn't confirmed with the news outlet and Celeste Malloy was like, here we go. Here's our thing. I think it does feel like a really strategic move, like a campaigny move mm-hmm. that Celeste Malloy, my guess is she has the lowest name ID and because she's a staffer. I'll bet. And she's an attorney. Mm -hmm. She's probably banking on, "Mm, I think I'll do well. And I also can sound like an insider, because I can say, well, when are... So, like, what the secret of incumbents can be, like, you actually, as an opponent, have a better idea and a larger philosophy, but I can say, well, when I was in a subcommittee hearing next last week on HB yeah. 62, and I remember when I changed the world, I think she's planning, as a staffer, to sort of take credit for the work that his office, that, that Congressman Stewart's office has been doing, and I think her team is probably guessing that it positions her as an insider. That reflected what I thought I saw her attempting to do at convention.
2: Yeah, so I would say this. If, you've, if you as a candidate have come up with your own personal debate schedule, and you've picked the days, the locations that you're going to have all these debates, and you have pushed this out to the public, and you've not received confirmation from any of your opponents that these debates would actually be debates— um, I don't think you have any interest in debating at all, because I tell you this: when I'm when I was a candidate, I was kind of interested in who was moderating the debate, who's asking the questions. Am I walking into a into a, a ambush, or is this going to be a fair presentation of issues and ask the questions are going to be asked? If a, and that's if a, a lot
1: to organize. Yeah,
2: and if I got if I got by one of the the, the candidate I'm running against informed by them what debates when where and how uh, that is not a debate. You can call it a debate, but if I had no nothing to do, if my campaign didn't have anything to do with the decision tree on how you came up with these dates and these schedules, then that's your as was described, that's your campaign event that you'd like to call a debate. And I actually think it means you don't want to debate. Because if you really want to debate, the first steps that you do is you get with the candidates and the campaigns and you agree upon those, those dates and those venues and how that debate's gonna roll out.
0: That's, and, a, that's what you do and that analysis rings true when you look at the schedule there's a Friday Saturday Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Monday and this campaign is calling the shots about where every campaign is because this is Davis Washington Kane Garfield like so on one hand <laughs> she's saying we're everywhere but w- what if you know Huff has a rally already scheduled someplace else. That's what I'm wondering. She's calling the shots of where they are physically as well. I also am not buying that more is better. I'll just say. Now, one and done sometimes doesn't work. But I don't know that I just it's think this, an is, this is an optic. Yeah. St- there's there's
2: no way this many debates are gonna take place. And if you've not spoken with the candidates, you know that when you put this out. That these and aren't one good happen.
1: televised debate is worth more than all this because here, here. if you do a good job and I've only done one real debate in my life, it took me weeks and weeks yeah. of pouring over everybody else. I needed to know how they voted, what they did on everything, research right. on them, and then I had to work on questions and I work with people yeah. from other outlets to get their ideas. And getting more, yeah. We already know KSL has
0: offered Boyd Matheson to moderate. Yeah. So they've already got that forum. Here's the interesting question: It's not really in this instance what Greg and I think. The media is who's going to decide how this gets covered. So, like, let's say Celeste goes forward, and let's say. Bruce decides to join, but Becky doesn't for a lot of different reasons. Mm -hmm. And she does this night after night. Who, a couple years ago, someone debated a cardboard cutout. Like, who will decide, I think, if this is successful, is this bullying, or is this attempt at transparency, is all going to be how the media chooses to cover this. And I think that's a hard decision to, I think that is not an easy decision to say, let's say the Malloy campaign goes forward, but the other campaigns don't. what's the most fair way to frame that up? Well,
2: one's supposed to start tonight, and by the time we meet in this podcast uh, next week, one, two, three, four, five... We'll see if six debates have occurred. I would say these are not debates
1: because I mean when you look at how the debate commission does it, and I think that you can even do it. Let's say the GOP does their own debates. I don't know if I agree or disagree with how they do that because they're interviewing their own candidates. (laughs) But at least you're agreeing on rules for the debate, Mm -hmm. where you're going to be, and yeah, these seems like campaign stops. And while she sent this out, I would assume that most people who are campaigning already have their own calendar yeah. of the counties or backyards or parks they're planning on being that. So I don't know how you send that out and then ask everyone else to just scrap their calendar, you know.
0: It's interesting. I would be interested in Bruce Huff cuz he's the in an interesting way the tipping point. Does he pretend like these are debates <laughs> and ghosts well, is this or is campaign does pushing out the same He also say no and huh. then she's just standing there by herself. Yeah. Well, he's it, my next call today yeah, to I, see. Be yeah. I haven't
2: seen I I ran across that debate schedule, that event schedule that's called debates, um, but I have not seen any other other candidates pushing that out as well. I can promise you if I'm running and I'm going to be in a debate, I am letting everybody know that debate's coming. To your point,
0: I would also think the party, if it's agreed on by all three, it's in the interest of the party. And so you haven't heard them say anything. Interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So anyhow, it's her tactic. I guess we'll see if it works or not. So we will talk about this in the upcoming weeks. Um, Governor Cox had a big push yesterday, a news conference uh, for social media maybe an anti-social media push, unmasking the dangers of social media. I think it's an important conversation to be had. I think there's a lot of conversation right now of whether or not government should be making decisions on how we police uh, social media in our homes or if it's a parent's job. Uh, I personally don't think you can be raised by a village. Usually it's the parents that make the decisions. But I do think it's a conversation that has to be had, and I appreciate that he's having that conversation because whether you're talking about adults or kids, social media has drastically changed who we are, how we think, how we use our minutes and hours in the day. Some of it for good, some of it for bad. I want to give
0: Governor Cox a standing ovation for this move and I hope he keeps using his bully pulpit to say this over and over until we're so tired of the facts and we have so much saturation on potential harm because I don't think we've reached it yet. I think it's equally applied regardless of your age. And I really applaud this educational effort because I am still so grappling with the legislative part of it. And I'm really unsure about government's Mm, role so yeah. I really, really want to say, please, everyone with a microphone, bring it up like, like Governor Cox is and be specific. And Cox was passionate and clear and who his comms people are so good. So I want to give Governor Cox a round of applause. This is a critical, important in my mind, still in flux issue that we all intuitively know we need to do something about right now. We can't wait. What I still am nervous about is legislating it. So I really, I want to give more time for the policy debate, but the only way to sort of quell the potential harm is talk to parents, talk to people. So well done, Spencer Cox, and I hope he keeps using his podium. I hope the legislature keeps using their format. I hope everybody now makes this a top issue of discussion and information and tools for parents because, again, I'm really leery of the legislative part. I, the videos I, were well done. Did you watch them, either of you?
1: They were good. They had a were boy they on, on social one. media? I yeah, didn't. They,
2: if they weren't. I didn't see them.
1: I I posted one of them. I'm
2: just on social media. I can't stop looking. But I
1: did post one of them, and that felt weird posting one of their videos (laughs) on social media about social media. But they had a a teen boy and a teen girl in different ones, and they had masks on, and it kind of had comments after they'd posted pictures being like, you know, you're fat or you're ugly or cancel you or whatever. And they kind of made me feel a little stab in the gut because anyone, whether you're running for office, you're a public figure, your kids or whatever, you get all these comments where you're like, do humans realize they're speaking to humans when they make these comments? And it just kind of made you sick thinking, okay, do you want your kid taking this in as part of their diet mentally every day? It was a lot.
2: So I think, Mara, one of the things that you said is that uh, this is social media and its influence is impacting people of all ages. I think maybe us adults are, are I'm impacted, I, I'll admit it, but maybe not as adversely because I had a quiet time of growing up in this world, You know, until two thousand eight, when it started to come out Mm -hmm. and start to be theoretical maturity. So yeah, theoretical. But we we didn't we weren't we weren't you know exposed to this from our formative years on. So maybe, but I I this shows how how uh, oblivious I am to social media. I saw a post that said, and it's from said on my Facebook feed. I have thirty ads and five posts from people that I know, and I thought to myself, well that's. Really weird. That seems a lot. So I open up my Facebook feed. They're all ads, and I I never knew. I never consciously realized that it was a recommended site. It was an ad. I mean, it's That's all where I you're have. buying all your clothes these it, days. This it, it, right here, Fabletics. I bought it online. Looks great. That's why both. Bought. So I'm telling you, it's it, it is all ads. It is all marketing, and I I didn't even. I didn't even realize that. I read that post and thought that poor person. Their feed is all all ads. And then I looked at my own, and it's, that's what I'm looking at too. And See, I they're didn't even tricking
1: know you, and they didn't. E- they yeah. didn't even tell you. I'm let just, you know.
2: I'm just, I'm just coming clean. I'm. They're tricking me all the time. That's how bad. That's how crazy it is. So I, I think, I think the legislative answer is you, you hold people liable for what they do. And I think if that liability, like a lot of countries do, and that's why those country, that's why those social platforms or social media platforms don't domicile or headquarter in Canada or in, in you know, Great Britain or something, because they have liability laws that, if something goes wrong and they can show a, a, a correlation, they're going to be liable. Uh, so, I'm just our, gonna, our companies so you like enjoy the states
1: going after TikTok right yeah,
2: now? Our companies enjoy absolute immunity from any of it under this idea that they couldn't possibly censor or, or control it. But they do control it at this point. So they should have some so more liability. just to inflame
0: things, I want to yeah. date stamp this moment in time Kay. because I'm going to replay it when we have a manufacturing gun debate. Let's just make sure that manufacturers that to do with of these potentially harmful media. things are held accountable for the stuff uh, that you, happens. You honestly think these guns are in materials. these kids' head
2: like like social media platforms are? Come I on. Do. Okay, this is a topic you and I we've we've I proven know, we th- cannot this even is why traverse. I, think that I can't social talk media about this with you.
0: Is more complicated.
2: You're gonna get meaner by the nanosecond if I keep talking about this topic. So this I'm, the truth.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, guns were she not even on the about. list, but here we I go. I know. See how she brought it, it in? I'm comparing it, she just it brought a policy it in. point. You yeah, because you know I'll run away from it because you just start to get... Manufacturers are completely responsible for what people do with their guns Manufacturers,
2: products. I'm saying that these are social media publishers, They're not platforms anymore. They're right. publishers. That's yeah. not as I knew the gun.
0: Mm, all right. Yeah. We're going to talk about this in
1: the future, it sounds like. Um, if you haven't heard, uh, Trump was indicted for... Is this the third time... Interestingly enough, I what no matter how you feel about these charges, I'm kind of listening to it, and it just seems like the same political theater going on. And so, getting to the meat and the facts of the cases, I think, are going to be difficult because you keep hearing the same talking heads saying the same things, whether you're on the right or the left. That you know they should eat rocks and die. Whether we're talking about former President Trump or if Biden should be indicted and Hunter Biden, and it's all just starting to feel like soup in my head, yeah. Mara. You work in the business of trying to make sure that there's clarity for campaigns and things going on. As we're heading to the presidential election, is this going to change how people feel or vote? Because I think in some part, obviously there's law involved, but there's also a part of it where there is likely politics involved of who's going to be the candidate. Can they get the nomination for their party? Will this change people's votes or ideas of how they feel about
0: Here's what's Former so President interesting. Trump. You could take this scenario, take a person and take this scenario, and you probably 10 years ago could have predicted the trajectory of the, response, the, the voter. Mm-hmm. What's so interesting about this is I believe the answer to that question from every point of view is I don't know. So what's interesting is – Trump has been Teflon to it, and the more that gets conflated, I don't think people are differentiating between the cases and the accusations. I think it is uh, every single round of this just serves to clarify us versus them. So, but, and and here's what's, here's what's interesting about us as citizens right now. You know, we would pull a poll about uh, Trump's likability, likely to win, head-to-head, Ten days ago, it's soft. Eight days ago, he is surging. He is miles ahead. DeSantis is so far in the rearview mirror. Then you see another poll four days later. These are all credible polls, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I saw a poll this morning. And so this is like the latest polling I saw shows that, in fact, today, citizens said, yeah, these indictments make me a lot more Unwilling to vote for Trump. Three days ago, I can show you another credible poll in which it is the opposite. Yeah, it, result. it strengthened
2: their it, it strengthened their resolve because they thought it was it, it three was days ago. Yeah. Now
0: it tore their resolve. Now, yeah. so the interesting yeah. part is. It has the story, for whatever reason, we're seeing this as an ongoing story and another chapter, and we're kind yep. of tired of it, and we're sort of a little exhausted about it, and we're not differentiating, and it's all the same thing. Um, and it's coming back up again, right? His next uh, it, his next appearance on this one is like in two weeks or yeah. something, yep. I can't, end of the month. And so I think it's yet to be determined. I, I of course, would take the position that it is shocking to me that America wants to consider a front runner who's even in this. So the one part, you know, I'm going to jump into a small scout of partisanship. Is that part of the point that the more charges that are filed that people won't want to consider someone? I don't think it is as coordinated as I, I, you know, I, I, having operated on the left and now sort of being in the middle, I just, I, it's not that organized, but one thing I do think is unfair that I'm going to give a shout out to (laughs) I did look up some more. I didn't know much about uh, Smith, who is the prosecutor. And I do think that he should be at least acknowledged in terms of who he is. And so his career spans multiple stances at the Justice Department and the international courts. He's prosecuted left and right He was um, in charge of the Department's Public Integrity for five years, the Division of Public Integrity. He's the one that uh, tried to convict John Edwards, the Democrat, Mm. um, on a corruption case in 2012. He... uh, Went. he was responsible for the indictment of Virginia Governor McDonald. So he's worked on both sides. He also did a Republican Tom DeLay, blada, blada. His latest thing, where he came from, was the chief prosecutor for the special court in The Hague, a role he assumed in 2018 when he investigated war crimes in Kosovo. All that is to say, I worry about all this politics that are going on on the left and right. They're going on equally so is unfairly indicting a process. Now, maybe the politics are using the process. That can happen. Mm -hmm. Politics can overwhelm a process, and and I know that that's part of the argument. But I will say, I do not think this is a corrupt individual. I don't think this is um, a person who's operating from political malice. I don't think that this is not a person with perspective. Most of the analysis of the indictments were that they were conservative, not aggressive. And I just think for the spirit of what's hurting America the most is we're throwing out all the trust in our systems while we have this political rancor. And before we always had the political rancor, but we kind of left the systems alone. Now, am I saying that systems don't need to be scrutinized and judged? I am not saying that. But I'm saying to scrutinize and judge them from a political lens does nobody any good. And I, I just think that I, – I think the system is actually intact If you want to make an argument that politics are overwhelming it, that's a slightly more nuanced argument than, oh, our systems are bought and sold and corrupt. Because I will tell you, I don't think our systems are bought and sold or corrupt.
2: I think they've crossed. I jumped the shark when they want to indict a president for the issues they have. He's not a president. What Former president. Um,
0: Because of his actions.
2: But 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 Mara, if, if if you go there, then I don't know how many whistles exist in Washington D.C. that that FBI agents from the Pittsburgh field office, or the IRS agents, or the or you or the uh, the border patrol employee, lifelong Democrat border patrol uh, employee that is pointing to Hunter Biden, his relationship with his father, business associates that are whistleblowing, you can't get a I'm parking okay ticket, ticket against any of them. But the American people are watching a process where. They are watching grafting corruption or at least the allegations of that are not being addressed seriously while you're seeing the president, former president being indicted every single day. I'm just telling you that that if we wanted the American Americans to have any faith in the system, you would see some even handedness on on this. But it is absolutely why don't you distorted.
0: Believe, why don't you believe the House, the Republican House subcommittee? Why don't you believe they're going after Hunter Biden? I believe they're going after Hunter Biden. Why aren't
2: there charges? Why? I mean, the Ask FBI the knew Republican about the Hunter Biden You have an you have an IRS agent who was investigating this multiple that said they were told by Merrick Garland and others, you can't look at the Hunter Biden laptop. You can't interview them. There is such a difference in approach and, and, and the meeting out of justice between the Biden family and Trump. And you can glaze over it. Or you can pretend one doesn't exist or that the Republican House is doing it, the job that the DOJ should do. I'm gonna tell you, people aren't seeing this being done fairly. Why it's isn't just not it possible and it's sad that, that this country has to go equal. through this. I mean, there isn't a whistleblower that you can find in this in this Trump thing that compared to Devin Archer saying over 20 uh, meetings on 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 speaker with uh, with Hunter and his dad, uh, even with oligarchs that are pretty scary from Russia that that, that Biden said he had never spoken. To any of his, his business associates. So, the IRS agent that said, hey, they stopped us from being able to ask the questions and investigate this. And what did the New York Post or the Washington Post say? Well, he might have given out confidential information about Hunter Biden's taxes, which is illegal. It's like this strange selective logic about the whistleblower doing something wrong when exposing that he wasn't allowed to investigate Hunter Biden's FISA violations and being a, a, a reg, an agent for a foreign country without registering, all the things that guys like uh, Manafort went to jail for. It is just not being handled in a way that you can see any continuity or any consistency in approach, and that is turning off the American people. And if you think that Trump did something wrong— Let this keep going the way it is. No one's going to believe it. No one does believe it because it's too lopsided in terms of its approach.
0: So no one in that instance is Republicans, and I think it's significant that the Republicans aren't believing this. So that matters. What do you mean? But um, when you look across the section of American voters, they are believing that Trump may have done something wrong. Republicans are not believing that Trump did something wrong. Uh,
2: I I don't know. I think that cynicism is deeper than you think.
0: Well, I'm just telling you the polling I've seen. Okay. Um, and the other thing is, I, I'm having a hard time conflating. I think that Hunter Biden is a schmo, and we should continue to he talk is, about it. He
2: is hand in and glove working with his father, who is the president of the United States, and that's the problem with but it.
0: But that's what the House subcommittee is. Why
2: investigating. isn't the DOJ? Why isn't the DOJ investigating
0: it? Ask the Republican committee. I mean, they would. They can authorize that, but I don't think that they're equivalents. It, I think they're all taking their own path. The first indictment of Trump was done by a state. The second was done by the United yeah, States of America, by New York. Yeah, the third the one is anticipated guy. to be done by another state. Like these are not; these are ecosystems if of their own. If
2: you had an indictment based on your politics and you had to face a jury where, in that jurisdiction, ninety-two percent of the people do not subscribe to your political, you know, beliefs or or your affiliation, do you think you're getting a fair trial? Because I, I'm going to tell you right now. You can't even change venues to a remotely uh, neutral jurisdiction where you're not going to have everyone that's a die-in-the-wool Democrat who hates Trump's guts from day one. You just have to say his name, and he's already going to be in trouble. I think the John Durham uh, charges that he brought were very substantive and all thrown out by uh, by Washington, D.C. juries that had people that worked for Hillary Clinton donated to Hillary Clinton. And you had to because there's not a soul in that town that hadn't.
1: My question is, is this going to be in the future? You know how— impeachment used to feel like a big deal and now it doesn't yeah i'm kind of wondering the democrats lowered the bar i'm kind of wondering and i'm not saying that these aren't they shouldn't have been charged or shouldn't have been indictments but it makes me wonder if maybe there'll be a bigger looking glass at each president and maybe when they get done that there's going to be indictments it'll be interesting to see
0: well the republican front runners in both trump and DeSantis have actually already told you that that's going to be a part of the retribution is a big part it's not of, a retribution. of why they feel like that they need to be elected. If you're
2: going to if you're going to impeach Trump because he called Zelensky and said is there corruption with this Burisma and your prosecutor getting forced to be fired um, with with more US aid being held over your head and him saying that was considered political and impeachable, but then when it comes out years later that yeah, in fact there was money given to to hand it over to board member Hunter Biden and for the express purpose of getting uh, the Ukraine prosecutor shokin fired which Biden in his own you know didn't not didn't realize at the time but in a forum bragged about having done it if if indicting Trump or impeaching Trump because he asked a question about the corruption was impeachable then getting shokin fired should be impeachable so
0: if we're talking about it's a about full circle it's come full records. circle and that's why it, if the bar what, was that low what's the bar is higher is Donald Trump is being treated by the Political system, frankly, the way every system has responded to Donald Trump.
2: Because there's been other presidents, former presidents that have been indicted. People have sued
0: Trump. People have said he has lied. His whole entire adult career is littered with character tests for him he's been sued he's gone bankrupt he has lied he has had business partners like this is a pattern of behavior about trump's character and frankly he just brought this pattern of behavior to government
2: if, if there's but a, the, he is the if
0: common if denominator the not the system
2: an impeachment and conviction in in the senate was your process was the democrats process if they didn't like what they saw they did they impeached him but they didn't they didn't uh convict him in the senate to create or to construe these federal laws to match up with what you di- weren't able to impeach on, I think it's I think it's contrived, and I think people yeah, I don't mean, trust it anymore. I mean, we
0: the first U.S. president that st- tried to stop. A- a peaceful transfer of power. That's not and true. He put pressure that's, just, that's just on, his on its face not true. He absolutely
2: it. had the and right so to believe that that, that, th- that election had irregularities and he, st- and he still says as much.
0: He says and as much. And he has a right to say and it. And every major credible authority has disagreed and with And if him. it was
2: so illegal to say, why does he keep saying it? Because it's his opinion. He has an opinion. He's allowed to express and it.
0: And yet the Department of Justice thinks there's enough there there. So you can yeah, defend yeah. Trump yeah. all And you therein want.
2: lies the, ki- the my point. Yeah, that they think there's a there there. But nothing with the Biden. You can't passion, find a speeding ticket with a your Biden. Your
0: passion and your conflating Ugh. and your partisanship it's, is losing no, track. No, it is, it is of, selective
2: logic and selective outrage that is being deployed in the DOJ and with Democrats. And I'm telling you, that is going to create cynicism where no one's going to trust the decisions or the prosecutions so let me of the just DOJ.
0: say to you as someone who's left of center, do whatever you want with Hunter Biden. I don't care. Uh, you I'm not be resisting Be careful because he and his no, dad are like this. It's okay, Greg. I'm Okay. I'm okay. Well,
2: I wish the DOJ was. I wish the FBI Everyone was. Everyone
0: is I, this boogeyman. The, the, the IRS is has making said for these, good these investigative
2: agents have said they have been stopped by the DOJ from being able to conduct their investigation. They have said it, and the only thing the Democrats say was, "Well, the whistleblower is a bad guy." But
0: you're suggesting that the Republicans in Congress are incapable. That's a
2: political process. What do they this. do with this? I mean, they they can't do anything. The DOJ can if you take certainly a step do back, something.
1: Check this out. So we've got a president, a former president, who has three indictments, maybe even more coming. And if you look at the legal process and how it works, I don't know that you can be asked to defend yourself in three different cases and be ready to go pretty quickly. Do all of these get pushed back now until after the election? Let's say um, Greg gets his wish and somehow Hunter's indicted and then his father's indicted with him. I don't know that any of that plays out before an election. And so then we still have these two candidates that are yeah. not our favorites and yet we're going to vote for them anyways. Well, on we the right talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It's like,
0: the part that is Probably the genesis of all this is why the heck are we still choosing between these two people? Well, I, we're so entrenched I had, in I the left and the right. Yeah, I if guess. I could have
2: gone first in this question, I was going to preface it with, you can imagine where where Mara's at on this, and you can probably imagine where I am on this in terms of these indictments. But what I will tell you is, I think it's absolutely destructive to this country that we're even playing this game. And I think it is a game. I don't think, I don't think taking that groundskeeper from Mar-a-Lago and putting him in the indictment was the hair-raising urgency that was needed in this country at this time, with all that's going on. I think there are games afoot, and it's and it's, it's just going to rip this country apart. If you were Russia or China, you couldn't dream of a better way to kill this country from within than the nonsense we're living through right now. That's my take.
0: Yeah, I mean I I think that a civil war is a, a good way a to reap get people what you sow, But we are have officially started the well, you did this so I'll do that. I mean that that for punishment guys. There's there
2: I heard this whataboutism that Republicans want to get get engaged into. I'm telling you it's not whataboutism. It's you cannot be myopic or selective in logic and outrage. You have to Lady Justice supposed to be blindfolded, you know, holding a scale. It's supposed to be something you can spot without regard to party. I think
0: Jack Smith is an independent special <laughs> counsel. I, don't. I think he is. I think he's not doing what you want him to do.
2: Why does he do it after there's, there's a bad story? You, if you saw the no, timeline of every bad story about Biden, the next day he has something to say. I, it's 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 incredibly coincidental. Like
0: You do have confirmation bias on this. And you don't? No, I'm not as invested. You're just calling
2: balls and strikes.
0: I'm not. I I will tell you, am am I hotter on guns than you? I sure am. Do I think Trump is one of the biggest schmucks of lacking character? Yes. Undoubtedly so. But I just think that there's so much... The problem is we're defending these abstract labels and my team can't win and your team can't no, lose I'm not. no I, matter I'm, what I'm
2: calling for even handedness I'm i would love to spot some semblance of what of what they're like using by way of But everything's
0: are equal they're not charged with the They're not they're the worse things. the Biden crime the family people. is worse
2: than what you're so going to So I would like Trump both for. of these
1: candidates to show up so I'm before I want to wrap this up by asking you do you believe that Biden will debate at all? Or will he just be the nominee with no debates? And will Trump actually show up and debate, uh, Greg, all of these other candidates? Because right now he's saying that he's not showing up. I would like people to interview for their jobs, even though we've heard mm-hmm. them speak before.
0: Uh, is Biden going to show up or does he not need to? So it's yet to be determined whether a credible member of Congress, the Democrats are flirting with two or three young members of Congress who are somewhat annoyed that Biden isn't being challenged. Democrats, Democrats, and if someone like that shows up, it makes it harder for uh, Biden to video in, if you will, yeah. to do a highly produced. But what about Kennedy? He's they not don't, worth debating. If they don't show up, I don't think Biden hits the stage with Kennedy. I think he takes a pass. And I think we've already weak. heard from Trump that he is weak and going to take a pass. No, it's weak that he, he is, doesn't debate. Trump, 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 is or not, or Trump, Trump is not planning on debating, and he's already telecasted that.
2: Well, I, and look, I, oh, wait I a love a minute. debates. So,
0: so Trump's okay not debating, no, but Biden I, is I weak. like
2: I like debates. I, I think, think debates are good. I both, think all both of them men should. are gonna take a pass. But
0: which is so dumb. I hate that. But, so hate that. but it also shows their prowess. Well, I guess I, yeah, no, no. So Biden- I'm saying they both know they can't compete. Yeah. I think both camps for very different reasons, in very different ways. Know that they can't. And
1: I think Trump knows that they, he would put a spotlight on the Republican debate if he shows up. More people watch, and so then but if he's there, he does he want he people watching? Well? Well. others?
0: So, he's got much uh, better no, I, debaters on stage than he, him.
2: Nah, I don't, th- I don't Who's the I good think. He, I I think he can absolutely debate the daylights out of everyone. Everyone there. What I think he's doing is strategic. And look, I would prefer they all debate. I like debates, and I think they, both Biden and Trump should debate, but they're de- they're not debating for different reasons. I think Trump's strategic reason for not getting on that stage. Is he would he would raise the ratings? More people would watch with him on there than if he's not on there. Like as many but
0: people listen to st- how much Trump fun social. would
2: it be? How much fun would it be to have the guy that's closest to Trump say Desantis be the one that the rest of the candidate field of candidates attack? So you get to have him be the focus of everybody's attack because you're off the stage, you're not there. So let him take out the guy that's closest to you in the polls. Biden's not going to debate because. I don't think he could. He could string four sentences See, together in an things answer. Like
0: this, your credibility tanks. What are you talking about? It's he, strategically. He has, bo- he has
2: such a difficult time it's answering strategically a question. Good Biden. for
0: both of them not to debate. But you can't to be like my hero is earnest and smart for not doing. No, it, I didn't say that. I said both of them were bad. It is strategic at this, for Biden
2: not and to and debate because he, he would do terrible Trump in a debate. Doesn't
0: do well on debates. He does and great And he in is a hot-headed schmo. They both need to
1: grow up, put their big boy panties on, and go. Trump we is a agree good on that.
2: I will tell you, I think Trump debates well. You are he smoking he, dope, dra- Greg. he speaks and just off the cup, and the candidly, and listen. people love it. It's he, not. He is not a politician. He is he's controlled a
0: great, constantly by his staff because he's such a crazy uh, cannon, loose cannon. But he's both done of more them, as a president shame, than Biden. Shame has. on them. Good both for not. I, don't I think, would like, he, I think both, both of them are, are going I put them both in timeout. Although I, I say like that, today. and I don't know that I'm looking forward, if they're both the party's nominees, I think it becomes a stark, stark relief of how we chose two wrong people if the two of them debate in the general. Uh,
1: and the whole world is watching. So... Uh, thanks for listening to us fight amongst ourselves today. We're all on one, so uh, there's always something to talk it's, about. Yeah. It's all love in here. Yeah, I can't wait till next week when we find out if anyone shows up to Celeste M- Malloy. Well, maybe
2: We've had eight in the co- can. You want to show up and debate? We'll debate. Yeah, Ooh. We, our debates would be those would far be better.
0: excellent. We'll hold our own. We're going to release our schedule all right. soon. We'll okay, let you know yeah, when we'll, it is.
2: We'll <laughs> we'll announce our debates. Come on, come on.
0: Thanks
1: for listening. Happy August, everyone.